pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Six minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How in the hell are you? It's no longer Monday. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Well, they're putting up flags now on our side of the border. Their own flags from wherever they're coming from, the illegal aliens. I don't like the word migrant. The mig- using the, the label migrant is a way of softening the reality of what's going on right now. They're illegal aliens. How does that make you feel? And they're planting their own flags. We, we, uh, I'm sure you saw this story. We've been talking about it all day. Uh, yesterday we had some illegal aliens uh, trying to make it into Eagle Pass. There, I guess there's a little island there, uh, and they uh, uh, camped out on the island, and they put up the flag of, uh, I believe it was Colombia. Most people were saying it was Colombia. The Colombian national flag. Um, wow. Um, now, overall, do folks planning their own flags from their own countries of origin uh, do anything for or against the situation? Does it help or hinder? Well, it doesn't, it's inconsequential in that regard. Because really what matters is that these people keep coming. Uh, it is kind of a finger in the eye, though, and you're going to piss off a lot of people, especially in Texas. I don't know if Arizona's going to care if you start doing that or California. But one thing I will tell you, and you know this, especially if you're from here. I've lived here a dozen years at this point in the great state of Texas. And I was telling my wife, we were talking about this yesterday, about you know how we know people who are going on big international vacations. And you know they're going to go to India. They're going to go to Ireland, right? They're going to go to Jamaica. My wife and I have absolutely no desire to ever leave the state of Texas again. I, I, didn't, I don't want to go anywhere. I love Texas. I've been here a dozen years, and, I can, and you know this. Texas is unlike any other place on freaking earth, man. People have pride in Texas. I'm a transplant. I'm a carpetbagger, okay? And I get the fur up on the back of my neck when people start talking crap about Texas. I love this damn state. And Trey kept bringing up the Alamo. And you, 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 in, in other words, uh, look at what we fought and died for at the Battle of the Alamo. Uh, and now, you know, just a, a handful of decades later, uh, you know, people are showing up on our shores and they're planting flags that aren't American flags or even Texas flags. And that's pretty crummy behavior. But you, you really, if you, you boil it down to what the Battle of the Alamo was all about. The, 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 the analogy stands even more firm in this situation in that, you know, it's a cursory reading of, of Texas history. You know that a lot of folks, a lot of Mexicans, a lot of Americans, frankly, a lot of people in the region of Tejas at the time were fine with Mexican rule. It wasn't until they went to a dictatorship that everything changed. So really, the Battle of the Alamo was a fight against oppression. Uh, and, uh, right now oppressive forces are at work in this country, uh, 
to flood this country with illegals, to change the political dynamic, not only of Texas, but of the entire freaking country, uh, so that they can accomplish two things. One, to destroy what already is. Uh, if you're going to create a fascist state, and I said this on Ware and Rima, you know, we, we can toss around words like socialism and communism. Socialism, uh, I think, in a lot of pseudo-intellectual minds is kind of the nicer version of communism, right? Hey, we're just being social, man. <laughs> All right, we're already on social media. Why not go forward with so- with socialism? Then everybody gets what they need and we'll all be happy, right? But socialism is just kind of lipstick on the it's lipstick on the pig of fascism. All right, it's this straight up fascism is what's at play here. Because it's in fascism that you want to expand the reach of the government of the state into every single human being's life. Okay, Uh, And there's no real ideology to it. There's no real philosophy to it. It's really just about control. And that's what's at play here. But if you look at any other nation where fascism took root and and, and came into existence, what has to happen first? You have it to in order to create a state, you have to get rid of the state that currently exists. You got to burn it all down, baby. Got to burn it all down to the ground so you can rebuild. Uh, on my street, on my neighborhood of uh, Bandera Road, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure if you if you're up in that part of the northwest side of town, like I am, you probably noticed what they're doing to the Whataburger there at Bandera and uh, uh, Hebner. Um, about a week ago, and this w- was startling because I, I didn't know this was going to happen. I'm driving home, and all of a sudden, it looks like the Walmart had exploded, or the uh, the the wall, uh, the uh, Whataburger there had exploded. It looked like a bomb went off. As I got closer, I realized they were merely tearing it down. It's an old Whataburger; it's been there forever. I guess they want to upgrade, so they're tearing it down to rebuild a Whataburger there. The same thing is going on in the country. Except not because we want to make better Whataburgers or have a nicer facility for people uh, on Bandera Road, but because we have to sweep away what already exists to to build the fascist state we want to have come into existence here in America. So we can also be a member of the global community of fascist states. And part of the way that you uh, are part of the journey, actually, in, in the destruction of America to, to build in its place something other is you've got to flood the country with people. And largely, you've got to flood the country with uh, uh, folks who are either bad guys or people uh, whom you think you can give a fancy little ID card to and let them vote so that you can solidify your power base. And once you establish that, once you establish a, a place or a, or a moment in history where elections are really kind of a quaint idea, I mean, they technically have elections in China and North Korea. They're not real elections, of course. Russia has elections, but they're not real elections. Our last presidential election, frankly, was not a real election because elections are a pain in the ass. They're pesky. They get in the way of things. <laughs> So that's what's at play here with the border. It's an open wound, gushing blood. And I, I this analogy just popped into my head earlier, uh, and it's, but I think it's spot on in that America is a boat. We're in a boat. 
and there's a big old gaping hole in our boat. And what happens when you have a big old gaping hole in your freaking boat? It fills with water and it sinks. And that's where we are with this board. I mean, it's it's madness how many people are flowing into this country on a daily basis right now. And, yeah, you're going to start seeing a whole lot of flags from a whole lot of different countries popping up all over the place, man. And that's, you know, that, again, we, we, I made this distinction yesterday when I'm talking about, you know, people who come here uh, the, through the legal uh, avenues and, and spend years sometimes in that process to become a citizen of this country. Why? Because they believe in this country. They believe in what this country at least used to represent. Freedom, personal liberties, follow your bliss, okay, uh, follow your own peculiar brand of happiness. You have the freedom here to do it. People here in this country who are citizens of this country, you know this, have more individual liberty than any other bunch of folks on the planet. And, you know, that's kind of a, itself an annoying idea for the people that want to run the whole damn circus at the top of the pyramid. So that idea has got to go away. And one of the ways you get rid of what exists currently is uh, you got to flood it with people, and that's what they're about. They're flooding this country with people. A lot of them are bad guys. I know Donald Trump is called a stinking racist because of the ra- the rapists and criminal uh, quote from a few years back. Remember? They're not sending their best people. Well, you know what? They're not. They're absolutely not. A lot of cartel guys are flowing in. A lot of traffickers are flowing in. The boat is freaking sinking, and it's depressing as hell. And I I tell you, and you can call me up and let me know what you think here, and we'll talk to Angela here in a second. Uh, I I truly believe, and I'm I'm not saying this even as a talk show guy right now. I'm saying this as an American citizen. The next year of our lives is going to determine whether or not this freaking country continues to exist. And maybe we've we've already passed that point. I don't know. Maybe we've already passed the watermark. I, I I don't know. I hope not. I pray not. But you look at how many people... Again, most of them young men are just flowing into this country uh, on a daily basis. This is the worst surge, apparently, we've had since Joe Biden took office. We're breaking records uh, concerning immigration in general throughout the history of America. We cannot withstand this. The country cannot stand up under this. What do you think? 210. But, uh, you know, and and we talked about this also uh, with the flag that it's very provocative. You're going to piss people off here in Texas especially. But maybe provoking people is precisely what they want to have happen. Here's Angela. How are you? Very quickly. What's going on? I'm doing well. I want to weigh in on your flag um, topic this morning. Uh, I, I think that it's crazy what is going on amongst the Americans that actually are Americans. I mean, but at one point we all came from somewhere, correct? Well, that's true, yeah. The, the, point, the point is, is that I have four children who fought for this country. I have a son who's got stage four cancer right now mm. because he did two tours to Iraq. Mm. Uh, this really bothers me that my children gave their lives literally for our country. And to have someone else come over here and place a flag where our government, i.e. our grandfather president, should be 
making this a rule. Why are they allowed to do this? I, I don't mind them coming. I have no problem with it. Let them come. But they got to come legally. They got to come. They got to come legally. Right. If they come legally, let them come. Yeah. I, I, I have uh, looked at land in other countries, i.e. Mexico, Canada. You can buy a house. You can buy a business, but you cannot own the land. Right. Why are we giving our land away? That should be a big topic. Because Why they, are we allowing that? Because it's, it's really about changing the political dynamic of this country. It's really as cheap as politics and money. i got to run, Angela. To, and thank your, your sons for their service. 210-599-5555. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, talking about how some illegal aliens put up the Colombian flag on that little island off of Eagle Pass. And what do you think about that? Let's go to uh, Kent. Kent, how are you? Good morning, Sean. Hey. Hey, hey man, it, this is an outright invasion. Uh, yeah. Biden, need, Biden needs to go to jail at minimum for treason. I agree. Uh, and And... The only way to fix a situation right now, and I hate to say this, I, I think we need A-10s and Apaches down there. <laughs> I Look, if, 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 if things were normal and you were looking at this with reasonable eyes, this is a military situation. You need, you, Trey's right, you need military on the border. But that ain't going to exactly. happen anytime soon. Not, uh, not with the not with the people we got in Washington right now. It will not happen. No, I agree, and it's it's sick what they're what they. It's sick that this is what they want to happen. Okay, well, uh, and and I mean the overlords of this whole of this whole plot. Okay, you, you look at these individual governors and mayors, especially the mayors like Eric Adams and stuff. They're suddenly on a freak out because they got all these illegal aliens showing up in their towns, despite sanctuary city status. But the architects of this evil plot, this is precisely what they want to have happen. And they don't well, care that it, people die. They don't care about the trafficking. They don't care about the drugs and the violence. They don't care about any of that. I think it goes much deeper than than Obama and, and, and Biden, too. I think it's – I think the next shooting war that we have in this country uh, – all I can say is blue helmets make good targets. Oh, Lord. All right, man. Thanks for the call. I'll just let that sit right there. Let's go to uh, Mike. Mike, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, how you doing? Hey, I listened to uh, Trey's show this morning, and I was, I was, I've been thinking this same deal for the last couple of months. I think, uh, I think, I think I heard you say something too a couple of months ago. I think Greg Abbott is playing the uh, people of Texas uh, for a sucker because uh, he, uh, Trey was saying that this, this new community that they're building over in the Houston area, right. that uh, Abbott has been accepting money from a high-dollar donor. If, if Abbott is opposed to all these immigrants coming into the U.S., why is he accepting money from these people? Well, uh, something, uh, like I say, something, something is not right about this situation. Because Greg Abbott, he's not helping the situation by pushing these people to uh, Chicago and New York City. He's just putting more immigrants in the U.S. Something, uh, something is not adding up on this uh, Greg Abbott situation. I don't really trust this guy at this point. Well, what Trey... I'd like to hear what you have to say about that. Oh, thank you, Mike, and uh, be safe out there on the highways. Yeah, what, what Trey was saying is that the developer of this community that is going to be apparently autonomous 
uh, and the illegals are going to be able to run the joint. There won't be any law enforcement inside. We, we've been talking for a few weeks about how the cartels will be the HOA, right? And what came out on, on uh, Trey's show earlier, we talked about this on Where and Rhyme. I, I haven't heard about this, but I, it doesn't surprise me that this developer apparently is a big old big money donor, and I guess he's given a million bucks to, to Greg Abbott. So uh, the, the, the thinking is that that's why Greg Abbott isn't uh, doing anything about this. I, I don't know, I, I, but if that's true, then we are truly screwed. I do like some of the things that Greg Abbott has done, and I do like the fact that he's shipping these people off as many as he can, to sanctuary cities. I, I support that. Because if you're going to make hay about being a sanctuary city, then we're going to send you our freaking illegals. Okay, that that's reasonable. And is it political? Does it make a political statement? Does it work for him politically? Well, sure, yeah, it does. The Martha's Vineyard thing worked wonders for DeSantis. But it's also very reasonable. And it's reasonable in the sense that if you market your city, even sometimes like here in Texas against state law as being a sanctuary city, well, then you're the people that uh, uh, who should welcome these folks into your bosom. You know what I mean? But as far as this development thing, I don't know. we got to see where that goes. Let's go to Nick. Oh, i got to take a break, don't I? Ooh, let me. Hey, Nick, can you hang on? Yeah, man. Just hang on for me, all right? We'll be, uh, we'll be right back. I'll talk to you here in a second. Uh, Stevens Roof, uh, I'm sorry, uh, we'll tell you about River City Oral Surgery coming up here in just a little bit. We'll take a break. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. I don't feel Trump should be in trouble. Get the news. You got the news. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, man. 9.39 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. I'm start calling myself Sean the God. Yeah, I'm going to go on the air. I'm just going to be Sean the God. I'm going to I'm going to talk about Charlemagne here in a second. Uh, 210-599-5555. wonder how that would fly. <laughs> Sean the, this is Sean the God. Let's go to Nick, who's been on hold forever. Nick, how are you? Good, Sean. How you doing, man? Another day in paradise, man. What are you thinking? Yeah, this whole thing with the flags, man. I, I look at things a little differently. I know a lot of people want to talk about socialism and communism, but the the thing that people aren't realizing is, you know, America is a country made up of all sorts of different cultures, and you know that's what makes us unique. But when you look at cases like this, it, it reminds me of like tribalism. I mean, we're yeah. being separated into our different groups. And it's causing strife. It's 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 separating us, and it's causing us to have issues with other people. Now, I'm not talking these illegals who are putting up this flag, but it it causes an internal difference that takes away from what America is. You know, we're we're slowly being separated by where we came from, by our original cultures, our motherland, that kind of thing. And people talk about socialism and communism. But you got to start with tribalism to cause dysfunction in the country, and that's what's happening right now. Oh, I absolutely agree. And because tribalism is kind of one of my favorite words right now, because that's really what's going on. And it's 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 not just the tribalism of people who are coming here, or even the ethnic tribalism of people who already are here. But it's political tribalism. It's cultural tribalism. It's gender tribalism. I mean, it's it's us against them. 
and uh, a house divided is a house that falls pretty quickly. There's nothing holding it up. And one thing I think that I miss the most about the Trump era is that his message was, hey, we're all Americans. You know, you, right. you celebrate your culture. Look, I'm, I'm, freaking, I'm a freaking Norwegian-American. I've never been to Oslo, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Norwegian dis- of Norwegian descent. You know, when I was growing up, we had Norwegian flags all over the place, and everybody said "ufta," you know, and it was funny. But we were Americans first. My parents were Americans first, you know, and, and that's, that's kind of becoming a quaint idea with a lot of people for whom tribalism works. And the people for whom tribalism works are the people that, if you're not of that tribe, whatever it may be, whether it's a race tribe, a, a gender tribe, a culture tribe, a political tribe, well, they're always the bad guy, you know, no matter who they are. And the strength of America is in its diversity, but it's diversity under one umbrella, which is the United States of America. And, uh, I, you know, you're abs- i got to run, Nick, but you're absolutely right, thanks for the call, that, the again, the architects of all this stuff, uh, they want us at each other's throats. They want tribalism. In fact, tribalism... At this point in this country, country has reached absurd levels. Because now we have tribes based on flawed and bad science, right? If you don't agree to a freaking lie or a sack of bullcrap called gender fluidity, well, then you're, you're, you're the bad guy. You're in the MAGA tribe, right? You're in the Jesus tribe. You're hateful. You're this. You're that. So the, the, the Colombian flag going up on that little island off Eagle Pass is, is kind of a, a reflection of what's going on across the country one way or the other. Everybody's putting up their own flag. Everybody's putting up their own flag, whatever their flag is, and shoving it into the ground. Uh, so these people over here, the flag they're planting is for the trannies, uh, people over here. The flag they're uh, planting is, uh, you know, uh, the, the the people fighting systemic racism and blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and it, it, it's really, really hurting us. It's a great weakness we have right now. Uh, but unfortunately, there's a lot of folks who have no idea it's going on, even though they're engaged in it. Haven't you ever met somebody or interacted with somebody in recent memory who, because of your political ideology or your worldview, calls you a hater and you're just filled with hate and you're consumed with hate and you just want to spread your mega hate all across the Terra. And then as soon as they get a chance to speak about their own cause, I hate those people. I don't think they should be able to speak. Those mega people should be oppressed. You know, so there, there, there is a great deal of tribalism going on right now. And the, 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 flames of tribalism are being fanned by our own government our own government loves seeing columbia flags go up outside of eagle pass uh because they want to bring the country to its knees and they're doing a bang up job at it uh 210 uh we will talk about charlemagne the god coming up in some comments he made about joe biden butchering ll cool j's name and calling him a boy and all that I just I I've never actually heard the Charlemagne that what is it the Breakfast Club I've never actually heard that show. I've just always thought it's funny that and he, I like him. I mean I I've I've read a lot of interviews with Charlemagne. I've I've heard some audio and 
you know, his, uh, his reactions to things tend to make the news, and he's a very smart guy. I just think it's funny that he's the one guy on planet Earth that can get away with calling himself a god on the radio. Most radio guys think they are one, but, you know, they don't tend to uh, wear the label. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. San Antonio's talk station. Yes, people voice their opinions. You talk, we listen. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Very quickly, here's Jorge. Jorge, how you doing? Yes, good, sir. What are you thinking, man? Um, man, I'm being I've been sad for a while with this this kind of government right now. Like I'm still I'm still believing in Texas and I'm still believing in the United States, but uh, it's just a thing that these kind of things are going on with the government. Uh, I I can't believe how can allow all these people coming. I'm um, I'm I'm still I'm still trying to do my papers in the United States. Mm. And I'm struggling with that kind of process because there are a lot of rules when I when I became to the United States like a twenty something years ago. Mm. And now the people they're coming with green with, with green lights to come here. Sometimes uh, as a self employee we, we struggle to pay phone, to pay bills and all stuff. And there's I think there there's a huge line behind me. Yeah, they're getting free stuff. They don't they don't have to go through the process you went through. They're you know, they just come in, they get all kinds of free crap. And another thing, brother, like you're you're a government and you're bringing people or you're you're trying to like a, make a like a colony or something like that. You have to bring like the people to teach them how to live and how to uh, have a behavior in the United States, especially the language. Like I, for me, it's still hard to be uh, like a, the Anglo um, language, like a, with the English. Right. But there, there's people that are coming. How do you not put those? Uh, these people, like other uh, people, right? They're human human beings on the schools. Mm. What's happening with those people? How, how are we gonna be applied for the social or uh, anything? Uh, thing that w- they require? Like uh, the, I have the, no the essential I, needs. I don't know, man. There, there's millions of people that are now in this country illegally, and uh, you, you're you're the living example of what I've been talking about. You went through the process. You you know you're you're trying to assimilate. You you're trying to make a living, honestly. Uh, and yet you have to sit and watch folks just coming across and, uh, they're just given citizenship basically. And they're given all kinds, they're going to phone, they're given free money. You don't get any free money. And why, why do you show those kind of things on the regular media, brother? Like, uh, that's another thing that I complain because I have people, I have family living in Eagle Pass because I went through the Eagle Pass high school right there in, right. in, in Eagle Pass. And, and I can't believe why they don't show the real, the real going on on the border. Right. I bet. I, or I got to run. I'm just getting close on time here, okay. but I I appreciate your call and thank you for your honesty. I you know that's I hear from folks all the time. I went through the process. I believe in this country. How many people do we have who came here from someplace else, went through the legal process, became citizens, and then joined the military to serve this country? You know, this this is an insult to folks like Jorge. This is an insult to folks who who put the time and the effort and the money in to to become a citizen of this country. It's crazy, man. I, I agree. It's it's gotta be I mean, I I can't even understand that level of frustration. If you've gone through the process, and I know people for whom that took years. Uh yeah. And uh a lot of money. <laughs> you know, it's not a simple thing. 
to become a citizen of this country, right? My wife's done it. And how long, did, how, what did that involve, just uh, to refresh our minds? 2018 through 2022 from God, start to finish. Wow. That's, that's starting with the application process about halfway through two years to get the, the visa in our case, mm-hmm. green card. Yeah. And another two years to become a citizen. <sighs> Several thousand. Several thousand dollars to become a citizen of this country. Now, there's, time. there's two kids involved, two additional. Right, but. But yeah, it's it's not the, free. I mean, and and so somebody who just busts on in, yeah, <laughs> that's got to be incredibly frustrating. It's like people get to cut in line first of all, right? And then they don't have to pay admission on top of that. And they're going to get ID cards now, right? I mean, I, I was telling a story yesterday about how I'm having some difficulty getting a driver's license because I my I don't have a, <laughs> yeah I don't have a birth certificate. It went up in a fire, so I don't have one. I got to figure out some other form mm. of ID, and it's been hard just trying to track down a birth certificate, t- a birth certificate for a tax-paying American citizen to get a driver's license, and they're just going to hand them ID cards. You know, it, it again, especially when you boil it down to what we kind of know is the motivation here for mm-hmm. doing this which is largely political it's even more insulting because and you know this i mean there's a lot of human wreckage that comes along with an open border into oh, this country yeah yeah i mean incomprehensible things james has told me stories about stuff that i didn't even know about right like how they use babies to to bring drugs into the the bodies of babies you know organ harvesting all that stuff if you can imagine it it's it it's going on. Yeah. Is that what? You, yeah. yeah, I mean, and and so if you're like, I, I was going, I'm going to tell the story, and I get back at ten oh five. I don't watch a lot of the Sunday crap, and I I certainly don't watch sixty minutes. So very often when it comes to the Sunday shows, I'm a day late and a dollar short because I I'm just seeing the news on Monday. But Jim Acosta said something uh, on sixty minutes, not sixty minutes, uh, uh, Whatever show he's on, uh, he's talking about the immigration uh, problem and talking about the border. And what Jim Acosta had to say about that is really the standard mythology that's being put out there by your standard media sources. And I mean the networks, CNN, MSNB puke, you know, all of them. I mean, they're, they're all sort of going with this singular narrative about what they claim is the reality, because and maybe I don't know how many people you know on the East Coast, but but I, I you know I grew up there, and and I have a lot of people that I grew up with that have no idea this is going on, and even when they do see evidence that it's going on, don't believe it. You know, it's it's a it's a GOP ploy. It's it's not really happening. It's overblown, and it's not overblown. If yeah. anything, it's being understated for yeah. how bad it is. Yeah. It's, un- I mean, it's understated. Yeah, they're ro- they're they're riding on the tops of trains at this point coming into this country. Yeah, I mean that's something you would have seen certain during Stalinist Russia. It really <laughs> you know, is. I mean, it, it, it's weird to see people mm-hmm. stuffed inside and on top of trains is an image we haven't really seen since World War II in that sense. Right. So, frightening stuff. And so, I, I'll get into that when we get back at uh, 10.05. And I do want to talk about Charlemagne the God. I just keep running out of time. I'm just going to go on the air and call myself Sean Christ, you know, and see how that works for me. You think that would work? If 60 Minutes was only 30, would you watch it? If it was 15, maybe. <laughs> we'll be right back. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. 
News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back. Six minutes after 10 on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? We're talking mostly about illegal immigration. Uh, that's the biggie right now because we are watching with our own eyeballs here in South Texas uh, this vast surge of folks coming over and uh you and i are living it and seeing it uh and i i I suspect a lot of people are beginning to see it across the country in their own towns i hope so uh and i'm not just talking about eric adams stomping his feet about the destruction of new york city a sanctuary city that can't handle you know a few thousand migrants when, you know, we have millions coming across the border. And, and I, I, you know, I, I try to take hope or, or, you know, nurture or fan a little ember of hope in my heart that uh, the more people find out or wake up, if you will, to what's really going on, that there's going to be some sort of backlash against it, not just from folks like you and me who are paying attention. But increasingly, I'm aware or I'm waking up to just how many stupid people there are in this country who who just accept what's being told to them. And there was a bright, shining example of this uh, over the weekend with Jim Acosta, who I, I don't think many people pay much attention to at this point. Kind of made, for, made a name for himself as being the a-hole in the press corps who, you know, went gunning for Trump every opportunity he got. Then as, then as soon as uh, uh, Biden took over, Jim Acosta went back to being the ass-kissing uh, piece of crap that he actually is. But on Sunday, uh, he's got uh, a guy from South Carolina on there, Republican Ralph Norman, and Ralph Norman's talking about the, the migrant surge. I'm sorry, the illegal alien surge. And got into a bit of a dust-up with Acosta, uh, and and uh, it, it, these words right here. I'm just going to read this quote from Jim Acosta because when I saw this quote, I realized this is what they're putting out. I, I myself don't watch any network news. The only network news I consume in any way, shape, or form is our own ABC when I hear it on, hear it on the radio. But I don't watch NBC. I don't watch networks for anything anymore, but I... Sure as hell don't watch their crappy news coverage. I don't watch CNN. I I used to check in on CNN and MSNBC every now and again to see what builds they were pumping out, but I, I not anymore. So I, I'm I'm really kind of unaware to a certain extent of what is the standard talking points as far as what these media sources are putting out. And I think this Acosta quote has it all. It's it's all right here. First off, uh, this Norman guy is pushing back on Acosta. And, uh, you know, uh, in fact, asks him, uh, have you been to the border? And Acosta says, of course I have. Norman says, have you seen what's going on? The rapes, it's open. Nobody can deny that. And, of course, Acosta, and this is another reflection of who they are. I'll ask the question, sir. In other words, shut your mouth. I'll dictate to you what I want to hear. Because you're little people. He's a U.S. congressman, but he's little people because he's unfortunately talking about the truth of illegal immigration in America right now. But then Acosta goes on to say this. And again, it's not that I care about Jim Acosta, but this is what they're pumping out across the board. The border is not open. 
That is something that is pet that is peddled as a talking point, but it's not true. There are fences. There are walls. There are border patrol agents who work on the border, says Jim Acosta. Now just wrap your mind around that for a second. By virtue of the fact that you're listening to me, it means you're getting your news sources from somebody other than Jim Acosta or NBC or MSNBC or what have you, CNN. The vast majority of people in this country are. This is where they get their news. Uh, Because they're either getting it directly from these sources uh, or they're getting it secondhand through social media Via TikTok clips, memes, you know, crap that people post on uh, on social media. And I don't know because even on I, I just do Facebook, but I see it on Facebook. The border is not open. Joe Biden has done more. This is the official mythology. This is the Orwellian uh, explanation for what's going on. And you're not to question this stuff. Joe Biden has done more to secure the border border than any other president before him. That's what KJP said. KJP said a, a few days ago or a few weeks ago. The border is not open. Uh, and it, what's interesting is when you hear these people say there are walls, these are the very same people who will scream and yell about Donald Trump never built any wall. He didn't build any wall. He didn't build a wall. He just said there are walls. Where the hell are they? But the border is not open. Just so you know, the border is not open. Uh, I live in South Texas now, and I have for uh, a dozen years, so I don't really know what's going on in uh, in uh, uh, towns and cities across the country. I, I do know that major metropolitan areas are certainly seeing an uptick in, in uh, illegal immigrants uh, flowing into their towns. Why? Why? Because they complain about it. And the folks who seem to be the most shrill in their complaints about illegal immigrants coming into their city, uh, their city are, in fact, the mayors of sanctuary cities, governors of sanctuary states. It's absurd. But holy crap, so many people are buying into it, man. I say this all the time, you know, I mean, I, I, I get p- folks that I grew up with that don't believe this crap's going on. They're in Maryland or, you know... Delaware, what have you, the East Coast, New Jersey. It's not happening. The border's secure. It's not open. You're a mega hat wearing QAnon weirdo, and you're making this crap up to scare people so they'll vote for Donald Trump. You hear this crap all the time. As soon as I hear somebody tell me from the East Coast, while I'm living in freaking South Texas, in San Antonio, Texas, that this isn't really going on, the border is secure, it makes me want to vomit, man. But you have no idea how there are legions of people in this country that believe that crap. Even if they're seeing migrant crap in their own town. It's like the old Groucho Marx line, who are you going to believe, me or your own eyes? You know, it's kind of that, as long as the right people are telling them. That's the truth they embrace. And by the it, what's and I'll talk to some folks on the phone. Got John and Richard on hold here. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. 
What's sad to me, and, and maybe you're having this sense inside yourself as well, is that by the time large amounts of stupid people finally wake up to the reality that, in fact, we don't have a border at all, and that your own government are the people who are down there snipping barbed wire and making it accessible, baby, it'll be way too late. And that's, yeah, yeah we, we talked a little bit ago about the, you know, classic uh, history of, of how fascist states are, are coming to being. And as far as how you've got to destroy, uh, you know, what exists, you've got to tear down the old institutions, the old systems to rebuild in its place in the, in the ashes, your, your fascist state. Uh, it's also true of many of these countries that a lot of people within the countries were blissfully unaware because of propaganda that it was even going on. And by the time the stupid people figure it out, it is too freaking late. You know, we're talking about government control and uh, how uh, this is on Where and Rima about how, you know, in, in conjunction with this surge at the border which is just beyond insanity and and i agree with trey if, if you support these border policies as they are right now yeah you sort of have to accept that you support trafficking human slavery drugs i mean san, san francisco they're breaking records with the overdoses right now there are dead junkies lying all over the place and if you support the border policies of this current administration you also have to accept that you support all of that as well but again, these are people who largely get their worldview and their information about human beings on planet Earth from the sources I have mentioned. Jim Acosta, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, the standard fare. And they accept that crap without question. And it's kind of like what I said about video games and that, yeah, you're losing a lot of freedoms right now. You don't even realize it, but a lot of freedoms are being lost. There's a lot of young people that think that's great. A lot of people uh, who are in the uh, uh, the younger set who are fine with socialism. I think it's a wonderful idea. And a lot of those people aren't going to realize what they've lost until the man starts telling them which video games they can and cannot play. <laughs> You know, and what they can and can't do on social media, then they'll then they'll wake up. But maybe it'll be far too late by that point. And what disturbs me and worries me about our current situation with illegal immigration is the same thing. By the time uh, the stupid people begin to wake up to how bad this is, despite what they're being told by the Jim Acostas of the world, it will be too late. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's John. John, how you doing? Hey, John. This is John. Hey, man. Uh, I posted a link to uh, counter what some MSNBC YouTube videos were showing, and later on went back and they had taken my post down because it didn't. Of course. What did they? Did they give a reason? Did they give a reason why it was taken down? No, it just it wasn't there anymore. Just went away. It just removed. Wow. Yeah, it's something that doesn't you know agree with their agenda. Sure. And then uh, another thing, um, how come uh, nobody's imported about a thousand alligators for the river portion of the border? Import <laughs> <laughs> more alligators. All right, man. I appreciate the call, John. Thank you. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Richard, if you could hang on, we'll talk to you in a few minutes. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. 
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back uh, 23 minutes after 10, talking about illegal immigration, of course, and the surge and how we feel about them apples. Illegals uh, setting up flags, planting flags from their own countries. Uh, Here's Richard. Richard, how you doing? All right, Sean. How are you? Another day in paradise, man. What are you thinking? So little time. Yep, yep. But I, I wanted to give a quick example of why we are where we are. I I watched a video and it was Henry Cuellar talking mm. to Chip mm. Roy about the border. Right. And he said, and I quote, "Everybody's on the same page. We don't want open borders." And he also said, "Laredo has lower crossing issues because they have they don't have a wall there. That's why we are where we are." Because he believes that we're all on the same page, and we're not. No, he's not, not at on all. the same page that we are. <laughs> he is an idiot, and he needs to be voted out because he's been there too long. That's right. his district. Laredo is his district. So wow, that's what I had to say. That's my example. I appreciate the call, you man. You can Google it, and you can you can watch it and listen to it. It's. It's unbelievable what he said. I will. I'll check that out. Well, I, and I appreciate the call, man. Well, I, I mentioned yesterday that the uh, the Castro boys are taking a slightly different tune now as far as immigration and, and talking about we need more progressive uh, ways to secure the border, but we do need to secure the border. This is relatively new because within the past year they've been out there saying, oh, if you want to do anything about this, you're heartless and you hate brown people and blah, blah, stinking blah. So a lot of Democrats are – Reading the tea leaves as far as the Biden administration, and and they're seeing the havoc that is coming across the border, and they're uh, you know they're they're changing their tune for their own political futures. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I let me get into this thing real quick about what Charlemagne said. We we, we were talking yesterday about biden uh was it saturday night james at the black caucus where he's calling ll like lemonade or something or cool ll j cool yes you know and and uh and then he uh called him a boy and then corrected himself you know i guess somebody whispered in his earpiece earpiece don't call black people boys you know and and just change that up real quick but I, I like Charlemagne, and he went off, and he said, first off, LL, the fact he was more pissed off because he said, well, yeah, if a white man calls a black man, a grown-ass adult man, uh, a boy, it is a racist term. It's an old-school racist term that old-school racists like guys, you know, guys like Joe Biden and using their whole stinking life. So, you know, he's got to undo, you know, 80-odd years of, you know, of calling black guys boy. Remember, he called black kids roaches when he talks about that corn pop deal. Charlemagne was actually more pissed off, apparently, that he got his name mixed up because he's like, LL Cool J dropped his first record and, and entered the human or the cultural consciousness when Joe Biden was as old as I am now, when he was 44. So the the fact that he doesn't know his name means, well, don't bring him up then. <laughs> and I just think this is a great quote. Let me read this to you. This is Charlemagne the God. This is a prime example of it doesn't matter how many black people you are around, doesn't matter how many black people you have in your administration, doesn't matter how many black people you have writing for you, it's not authentic and it won't come off as authentic to anyone. He says, y'all keep trying to make this 197-year-old man sound cool simply because he's talking to black people, and there's nothing more uncool 
than someone trying too hard to be cool. What's that quote? Don't try too hard to be cool. It's, it always show, shows, and that's uncool. And you, that is, but Biden's been on that trip for a long time, right? Where he's always calling people champ and, hey, you want to arm wrestle, pal? And he's always trying to act like he, that's why Joe Biden cusses, you know, and says SOB. And what the hell, pal? What the hell? Because he wants people to think he's cool when he's really not cool at all. And I just thought that was an interesting take from Charlemagne. That, yeah, it, it's bad enough that he called a black guy boy, but it's worse that he screwed up his name because he's trying to ingratiate himself to a culture that has nothing to do with him, and he really has nothing to do with it as, he, uh, as well. And in other words, it's, it's fake. It's, it's, it's not real. James, you've known people over the years, haven't you, who just tried too hard to be cool. Oh, and yeah. they're not. Oh, yeah. In the music business, left and right. Is that in abundance in the music industry? I bet it is, man. Yeah, it is. And the ones that are cool, they just, they don't act, they don't care. They don't. That's what makes them cool. Yeah. It's the, I've, I, I'm now embracing what, what is called the geezer paradox. In that I've gotten to the age of life where I really genuinely don't give a crap about anything anymore. And when you stop giving a crap about stuff, that's ultimately what makes you cool, right? Because being cool is you just slide on the ice, man. It ain't the clothes you're wearing. It ain't the clothes you're wearing. It's not certainly isn't in my case. <laughs> yeah, ask my I wife. Did not, I did not no, mean that. Towards tr- you. Ask my <laughs> wife if I dress cool. Okay, my wife, who if I you know dress myself and we go to the H E B, she walks nine feet behind me, so nobody associates me with her. Because I'm wearing Crocs with socks. Ask your smart speaker to play us. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Let's do celebrity news. Let's do some celebrity news. Let's take a breather from the destruction and collapse of Western civilization as we know it. And uh, and talk about some celebrity stuff. Well, a couple of sad things. Uh, first off, David McCallum passed away at the age of 90, which is not really sad. You know, in my opinion, if you make it to 90 and you've lived a rich and fulfilling life, that's not really a sad goodbye. You know what I mean? David McCallum, I don't know if you recognize that name. Probably if you're my age, you, you do. He uh, most recently was known as playing Ducky Mallard. Uh, the forensic uh, forensic uh, doctor on M- uh, oh NCIS, and I didn't realize till I saw the obituary that show's been on the. He's done that show, played that character for twenty years, and uh, I used to watch NCIS a lot. I, there was a few years there where I, I was watching it like every day in reruns, and also the new episodes. I never realized it's fun. Have you experienced that? Where you suddenly realize a show you've sort of always heard about but didn't watch has been on for a couple of decades. David McCallum uh, came to fame, uh, or you know, came into his own, if you will, or as a, became a prominent name with The Man from Uncle with Robert Vaughn. Uh, that spy show from the '60s. Uh, he did a show. It was a very fine. I thought he was a very fine actor. He's, he's one of those guys that you just see and you know and. Kind of a familiar face in television. 
not so much in movies, but in TV. And uh, he did a show briefly in the late 70s that nobody remembers except me. It was called The Invisible Man. And David McCallum played the you know a, do- a scientist who developed invisibility and couldn't unvis- invisible himself. Like he was one of these it was one of these cheesy special effects where you know he has to put beige makeup on his face so people can see him. That show didn't last very long, but just a really cool actor as far as I could tell. Uh, we're hearing more about Bruce Willis uh, and uh, his frontotemporal uh, dementia. Uh, his wife uh, has done a, a new interview where she's talking about it. And uh, uh, when she basically says, you know, they, she's asked, does he know that he has dementia? And she's like, you know, I, I really don't know. And... A lot of us at this stage in life are, are dealing with dementia as far as a loved one. I know a lot of you are. I have. Uh, I did last year with my mom. My, and uh, she says, uh, what I'm learning uh, is that dementia is hard. It's hard on the person diagnosed, but it's also hard on the family. And this is why it's called a family disease. And it truly is. Dementia is also called the long goodbye. Because you just... You know, it's. I, I envision it, it mentally as you know, a, you're watching this boat on a on an ocean just slowly drift off into the horizon. People just kind of go away a little bit more every week until they're just not there anymore. They're just a body in a bed, basically. And it is hard. It is hard to watch, especially a parent just drift away from you. I mean, I think one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever had to deal with in my life was the day that my mom. Didn't know who I was. Just didn't know who I was. And you look at Bruce Willis. Uh, he's 68. That's young. You know, That's he's not even 70 yet. And apparently uh, with the form of dementia that he has, aphasia, it's, uh, it's, it's very fast acting and, and develops uh, very, very quickly. And the stages go by very, very quickly. And uh, so, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to the Willis family because uh, that's that's a hell of a thing to deal with. It's not easy in any way, shape, or form. And if you're dealing with it, my heart goes out with you. Uh, heart and prayer prayers go out to you because, uh, again, it's not easy. And and then I saw, here's a funny uh, celebrity story. Chris Evans, you know who that is? If you're under the age of 40, I guess you probably do. Uh, Chris Evans played Captain America in all the Marvel movies. And despite being kind of a, <laughs> how do I put this, sort of a dainty liberal guy in real life, I thought he did a really good job playing Captain America, and he's being interviewed by Men's Health, uh, an, uh, a publication, James, that I avoid at all costs, man. I don't want to read it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know about my health. But Chris Evans uh, does an interview, and they're asking him, I-, I think the idea was, what do you want to do when you're done acting? And he says, I just want to smoke a joint, put on some music, and get into pottery. You know, I don't really have a retirement plan, you know. I, I never really came up with one, you know. So I'll probably, I'll probably, you know, my, my radio career will evolve to the point to where I'll be calling bingo numbers at the Elks Club at some point, you know what I mean? So I don't know if retirement's ever going to come my way in that sense. But I think that's a pretty decent retirement plan. I just want to smoke pot, listen to cool music. And make pottery. 
<laughs> I think that's a goal I should strive for, man. I kind of, well, I don't do that now, of course. I don't smoke pot. It's illegal and wrong. I, uh, I only smoke the legal stuff. That came out on the air yesterday. I only consume CBD products that I can buy down the street from my buddy Danny. So at his store, what's you, that? You could do CBD and ceramics, and he does pot and pottery. See, bingo. See, alliteration. Bingo. There you go. I'm going to smoke CBD and do ceramics. So I think that's a goal to have. You know, just. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. I don't know if you like to hear this from me or not, but damn, the day it goes legal in Texas, I'll be smoking the crap out of that pot. I, I had a, a friend of my daughter's uh, over the weekend. We had some, her, she had some of her friends over. And she asked me, you know, are, are you full on, you know, when it comes to the not drinking? Do you not do anything else? And I said, well, no, I, I, don't, I don't drink. And I'm, I'm very happy that I stopped drinking. I got eight months coming up this weekend. I love not drinking. I wish I would have stopped drinking years and freaking years ago. Because I lost a lot of time uh, as a result of it. But yeah, I, man, anything else, man? I, I, all I, James, I, she called me a California... Uh, you called it California sobriety in that, oh, you know, I don't I, drink, but you can partake in hey, when I was stuff. in Colorado. I smoke yeah. grass. I don't, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I ate some gummies when I was in Colorado. It's legal there. So that's Cali- if it were legal here, that's called being a California sober <laughs> when you just don't drink. Okay. But for me, not drinking is a huge thing. So I'm good. All right. I pop an Ambien every night. <laughs> Do some Delta nines here and there. But I don't drink, and I feel so much better about myself. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Stay out of backups and jams. Get the latest traffic and weather together throughout the day. San Antonio's News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Final few moments of the show. If you want to get in under the wire and speak your mind about any anything, give us a call. 210-599-5555. 210 We'll let you go on the air and, and, and riff, as it were. Um, I, you know, I, I was going to spend more time on this, and I, and I, didn't, I just ran out of time. But um, I don't watch 60 Minutes. I haven't watched it in decades, literally decades. And so if 60 Minutes makes the news, I don't find out about it until Monday. And apparently they ran a piece on, uh, on sa- Sunday night about just all, just all the wonderful things your money is doing for Ukraine. And, and I, I didn't, I, maybe I'm like a lot of Americans, and I'm on the radio, and I still didn't know this, but apparently... And what's weird about the 60-minute segment is that they're, they're doing it in this loving, glowing manner. Like, isn't this great? Isn't it wonderful what we're doing for Ukraine? I think we've sent them, what, $150 billion at this point? Did you know, were you aware that $25 billion out of that $150 billion that we're sending them goes to prop up their economy? They, they did a piece... On this woman who owns, the Ukrainian chick who owns some kind of boutique uh, that does handcrafted, th- I don't know what the hell it is. It's a boutique. It's a nice shop. She has 70 employees. 
you and I are keeping her business afloat. She gets free money from you and me so she can stay in business and pay all 70 of her employees, uh, you know, decent wages, whatever they earn. And again, the, the message of the segment is, uh, well, you, look at all the wonderful things your money is doing for us. So let me get this straight. I'm paying $9 for a loaf of bread in the, uh, in the U.S. of A. Okay, I'm, I'm putting a, a little gas in my car every other day to keep, you know, make it to work and back. And I do, fi- I do pretty good, you know, and, I, I, and I'm, I'm feeling the pinch here. I can't imagine what other people are, are dealing with who, who, you know, are at a different uh, uh, income level. The economy in America sucks, man. It sucks big butt. It really does. And yet you and I are, are shipping our money off to Ukraine so that a high-end boutique in a, in a part of Ukraine that, frankly, based upon what I saw, doesn't look all that war-torn. So that chick can keep her boutique open. Uh, apparently, and Trey brought this up in earlier or late last week, that we're also sending billions of dollars to Ukraine so they can maintain their own borders. And, again, Trey brought this up on, on Where and Rima, and I've, we've talked about this before, that, you know, we send billions upon billions of dollars around the globe to all manner of countries on the face of the earth to make sure their economy is, is thriving, to make sure their economy doesn't tank. You know what it's like? It's like the entire world is some fat dude who, who lives in your house, sleeps on your couch, doesn't pay any rent, and you provide that person with food and everything they need, and they're just lying there on their fat ass on your couch watching soap operas. That's what the whole world is to America. You know what's going to suck for the whole world at some point? When America ain't what we are. And we ain't got the bottomless bank accounts to, to, uh, to hand out the cash. When America does become a third world asshole, life around the planet is going to get even suckier for a whole lot of people because they won't have these infusions of cash from the American taxpayer. I mean, think about that crap for a second. Do you know how many? I don't even know. I mean, we aid packages fly out the window out of this country every single freaking day, every single freaking year. We are sending billions of dollars around the world so other people's countries can be secure economically, so their energy industry doesn't tank, so that their borders are secure, so that their stupid little boutiques, their little Euro trash boutiques uh, keep the lights on, you know what I mean? And yet, this country's going down the tubes. Well, again, what do you think's going to happen to all these other countries when we are no longer capable of, of, of writing checks and handing out the aid packages? What's going to happen? I don't know. I think it's probably going to suck. But I keep uh, coming back to this idea. Uh, one of the more infamous things Ron Nuremberg has said over the years during his time in the, in the mayor's office is that he wants to transform San Antonio into a world-class city. Now, he brings that crap up when he's talking about how evil racist cops are, and we're going to fight racism, you know. 
we need more public transportation and and uh, uh, you know EVs. We need to be more climate conscious because Ron Nuremberg in Ron Nuremberg's vision, we should be a world class city. Well, you know what? We're becoming that. We are becoming a world class city. We are slowly sliding into the same crummy class that every other city and country on planet Earth is in. All right. I mean, you look what's going on. I saw a a stat out of San Francisco. They have more dead junkies in San Francisco than they've ever had in the history of that town. In other words, more overdoses on the streets of San Francisco. They're breaking records with all the dead junkies they have. But, you know, we got an election to cheat. (laughs) So we got to keep rolling in the migrants. And I got to be honest with you, yeah, thinking about my driver's license really galls me, man. I'm a tax-paying American citizen. I'm keeping high-end boutiques uh, alive in Ukraine with my with my tax dollars. Okay, I'm supporting a lot of people with my tax money. Uh, and you're just going to hand these people, these weirdos coming across the Rio Grande and into Eagle Pass, you're just going to hand them these fancy government-issued ID cards? And old Mr. Sean, you know what, James? It's like I don't freaking exist. You can't find your birth certificate. It's like you don't freaking exist. And can, I, I, you know. just Can you just go across the river and then I come might back have through? To, <laughs> so I can legally drive to work. I may have to go down to Mexico, <laughs> maybe just, you know, hole up for the night, you know, in a, in a taxi or something. I don't know. I've never, be, never been to Mexico. I'll go spend the night in Mexico and just wander back in, and I'll be able to get an ID card, uh, you know, real quick. And maybe $2,000. There's a little bonus. I could use a little cash. I'm a little shy, tight on things. I could use some cash right now. I think we got a plan, man. My phone sucks. I could get a new phone. Yeah, your phone sucks. Get some free health health care. You know, I mean, after what I've been through, healthy, got to pay the health. Why not just get it for free? They can't prove you're an American, so you might as well do it. I'm going to put in for some time off uh, for a couple of days, <laughs> at least 48 hours. All right. Thank you, James. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Uh, Christian Blood, Don Morgan, and my good brother, uh, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. <laughs>